Hi everyone. Good day. How are you? I'm good. It's good I can see you all uh, from the central coast, just an hour north of Sydney. And uh, it's really, really great to be here this weekend. I've forgotten what day it is already, so that means I'm into convention. So a uh, big hi and uh, love and God bless from the, the Saints, the Fellowship in the Central Coast as well. And thanks to Adelaide for putting on what I'm sure is going to be a wonderful weekend. So I don't know if you picked it up, but we're talking about the Gospel uh, this weekend. You're going to hear about it all weekend, which is great. Uh, I was talking to Pastor Paul earlier and he mentioned I should share this with you. Um, we've got a, a smaller fellowship than here on the Central Coast and we had a few ladies visit our fellowship. And you might be a visitor tonight, you might be first time here, you might be watching online. And these ladies have been to many churches over many years, since the 70s actually, and they've been involved in different ones. And after they came to our meeting in the afternoon, I went and chatted with them. And one lady said, this is a wake-up call for me. She said, I realised I've been indoctrinated with church style over many years when the truth is the thing that is most important. She talked about the things she saw in our humble meeting of tongues, interpretation and prophecy, the voice gifts, anointing with oil and prayer for people to be healed. And she said, I haven't seen these in 20 years. She contrasted our meeting with other gatherings she'd been to and she said, there's life here. There wasn't life there. And I hope you feel the life that's here. There's life here and it's all because of the gospel. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Of all the things that you hear in life, the gospel is the most important thing you'll ever hear and you might be hearing it for the first time tonight and we love the fact that you're here. You're going to be responding to lots of things tonight if you're visiting here. Maybe the building, maybe people, you know, the music, lots of things, but God wants you to respond to one thing in your life and that is the gospel. He wants you to receive it. He wants you to respond to the gospel. The gospel means good news. Did you know that? Did you think it was just a genre of music? It's good news. So everything we're going to talk about tonight is good news. And what I want to look at tonight just briefly is how the gospel can be good news for you because that is the most important thing. How can it be good news for you? In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 and 10, it says, God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not by our own works, but by his purpose and his grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. He goes on to say, this calling is now made manifest. It's made clear by the appearing of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. That's the first thing. The second thing is that he has abolished death. Good news. And see, he has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. This is the best news ever. There is so much good news in these verses. And in my Bible, I've got the gospel written up the, the side. 
the margin. What it says in these verses is that God has a plan for you. He has always had a plan for you since before the world began. This plan is an invitation to new life. For once, it's not about your strengths or weaknesses. You cannot earn it. For once, your strengths won't win it for you and your weaknesses will not exclude you from receiving this good news. It's a gift. God has sent a gift for you with Jesus Christ. It's the best news ever. The Bible tells us in these verses that the gospel illuminates things, brings things to light and clarity. Here's a few statements. The Bible brings to light God, who God is. 1 John 4, God is love. If you've ever thought that he's anything but that, you now know God is love. John 3, God so loved you and I that he sent his only son to give his life so we could have new life and be saved. This is all good news. Isaiah 55, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are God's ways and his thoughts higher than our ways and our thoughts. Amazing. Hebrews 13, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever, it has not changed, nor does he change. John 4, God is a spirit. If you want to worship him, if you want to connect with him, you must work him in spirit and in truth. And Acts 4, there is no other name under heaven whereby men and women must be saved than the name of Jesus Christ. All these things I've read, they're the gospel. The whole word of God is the gospel. All about God's goodness, his love and his power. But the thing I want to put to you tonight is unless God's goodness can change my situation and your situation, it's not good news. It's just information. It could even be opinion. It's nice for God to be that good, but it doesn't help me. Let's keep going. Light creates contrast, doesn't it? It illuminates things. It sheds light on mankind, the gospel. Romans 3, here's some statements about us. There's none righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Ephesians 2, we didn't know Jesus. We weren't part of God's people. We were strangers to his promises. We had no hope and no real relationship with God. James 4, we can't control our lives, what happens tomorrow. Our lives are like a vapour. They're here one moment and then they're gone. These statements are also true, but they're not good news, are they, for us? They're very apt descriptions of humanity. They're actually bad news. But here's the greatest news of all about the gospel. The gospel is a clear statement about us and about God. The gospel is as much a statement about God's goodness as my wretchedness. The gospel is as much about his strength as my weakness. And the most amazing thing is the gospel comes to life when the two meet, when his power meets my need. That is when the gospel comes alive because the gospel, the good news, is designed to bring man and God together. 
That's the purpose of the gospel. If I can acknowledge my sin, then God can bring his righteousness. If I'm willing to die to myself and leave aside my will, then he will give me his love. Sometimes we hear the gospel and you hear about how good God is and it makes you feel unworthy. I could ask for a show of hands, but I think there'd be many. This only makes the gospel even better news because the Bible says that it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance, a change of mind, a change of heart, and a change of direction. And God can do amazing things with a heart like that. The gospel is God's message, but it's only good news if there's a means to connect, to bridge the gap between where I am and where God is. We read earlier that God sent Jesus Christ. That's what made his plan manifest and his calling to break the power of death and light up the path of life. In John 14, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to God the Father but through me. What he's saying is, you can have a relationship with God. It's through Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2 says it's through Jesus and his sacrifice, his blood, his life sacrifice, that we are brought near to God. Jesus said these very words in Luke 4. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach good news, the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind. Have your eyes gone foggy in life? Are you overwhelmed? Freedom to those who are bruised by life and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now is the time, he's saying. God sending Jesus to us tells us something so important, that Jesus will meet us where we are. Jesus will meet you where you are tonight. Incredible. In our loneliness, when we're lost, he will come and find you. In our addiction, in our brokenness, in our pain, in our grief, he will sit with us in the prison cell. He will come to us in our confusion and he will preach good news into your life. God doesn't expect you to be good first. God sent Jesus to bring his goodness into your life. That is the gospel. God will meet you where you are. And there'll be a lot of people who might use that as a catchphrase. But Jesus will only meet you where you are for one reason, to take you to where he is. He doesn't want to keep you company in your shame and in your prison. He wants to lead you out out of mortality into immortality, out of sin to forgiveness, death to life, sickness to healing, pain to peace. God's calling you, but there's only good news if there's a way to respond. Jesus brings the message and he is the means to bridge that cap, gap with God. But it's only good news if we can respond to the call of God, isn't it? To say yes to accept his offer. He's inviting us to be with him. But there's got to be a way to get there. There's got to be a method 
to take us from where we are to where he is. Good news. That's exactly what being born again is about. In John 3, you can read in the Bible how Jesus spoke these very words to a man called Nicodemus. He said, unless a man or woman is born again, he cannot see or enter the kingdom of God. He said, flesh is flesh, spirit is spirit. Don't be surprised that I say to you, you must be born again. Born of water, baptised by full immersion. That's you saying, I want to bury my old life. I want to share in the victory that Jesus Christ has already won when he abolished death. Born of the Spirit is God breathing the breath of life into you. It's you taking your first breath as a new creature in the Holy Spirit. It's God taking you from wherever you are to where he is. That's where life is. That's where healing is. I want to leave you with this. The gospel is like me coming to you with a message, saying to you there's oxygen all around us. There's breathable air in this room and in this planet. But that's just information. might even just be opinion. It's only good news for people who want to breathe, isn't it? Otherwise it's just news, it's just information. For people who would listen and believe that message because they want to live. But the message only creates life for the person who takes action and responds and does this. <sighs> right, it's simple. The gospel is simple. You can have air all around you, but unless you breathe, you won't live. Many people in churches tell you it's enough to believe the message. That's a start. But a message without the means isn't really good news. And without the method, how do I know what to do? Jesus brought him us. He came himself to deliver this good news. The message, the means, and the method are all by Jesus Christ. He is all three of these things. And all three of these things are the gospel. And that is what makes it good news. The gospel has always been good news. But whether it's good news to you, if this is the first time you're hearing this, relies on one person, and that's you. But that's good news because you don't have to wait for the approval of anyone else. You can respond to the good news, the message, the means. You can put your faith in Jesus Christ and you can go through the method tonight to go from where you are, wherever that is, to where God is by Jesus Christ. You can choose life, and that is the good news of the gospel. Amen. 